This is exactly right. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? I'm Chris Fairbanks. Normally with me is Karen Kilgariff. She is in the middle of multiple riding jobs. She's too successful. She's nose to the grindstone. She is uh, just riddled with success. Like uh, the person to my right just said, that is Matt Kirshen. Hello, hey. Matt. Hey, Chris. How's it going? How are you? I'm for, very good, man. For right now... If you don't mind, you are my co-host. I, I can do that. I know that you got on board initially knowing that you would be a guest. Um, but before we pick up... Um, oops, sorry. Our, our co-host for today, Henry Phillips, we have to go to his house. At which point, he will become the co-host and you will then become the guest. But until we go to his house... I can get that. I get uh, that. You are the co-host. That works for me. I mean... Generally, the job is the same. Does Henry know that we're on our way? Uh, Henry I, very much knows. Should I, do you need me to text him when we're close? You know what? I got I got people on this. We got a uh, main uh, office. I'm, I was about yeah. to lie. I texted him before we left. Great. Yeah. So I'm the people that is on me and Siri, which is, of course, Tom Cruise's daughter, have contacted Henry, and we are, we are going to pick up. It's kind of weird how Tom Cruise got his daughter to be the computer for Apple products. I mean, a lot of Scientologists see their kids as, uh, you know, a way to make, uh, you know, extend their like celebrity. Their yeah. And uh, he did it in a weird way, though, with Apple. I thought that was a... And she has a very adult voice when you ask her filthy yeah. things. And Apple is, of course, uh, Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow's daughter. <laughs> Yeah, they really for whom Tom Cruise does the oh, kid does course. the voice. Of course, I did not even. It all, I mean, all celebs know each other, so that's kind of how it, it works. really all happens on Franklin in the Scientology Center. Something that a lot of people won't make light of or joke about, but they I, won't. You know what? I'll push that envelope. Yeah, other more successful people will. They're be... scared. Yeah, I'm not scared. No, should I be? You don't fear a damn thing. Maybe I should be. I mean, you, you were just telling me beforehand you skateboard. Yeah, exactly. You, you well, cheat that, death literally every recreational hour you I take. I mean, I do. I Occasionally there's threat of me rolling my ankle, but I don't know that death is imminent at any point. But with these Scientology people, I think if they corner you and they're like, hey, you don't, uh, you know, you've been talking smack about us, you can just write a check and join their club, right? What, what would $4,000? And then all of a sudden... Then, then you're like, then it's like me doing a Jew joke. Yeah, I you're, you're like, oh, you're an anti-Semite. You're like, no, no, I, I can show you my for video. I'm, I'm allowed to do this. Right. Yeah, exactly. What if I become one of you? Yeah, then you can no longer... They can no longer criticize you for... You know what? Sometimes I think about it. I think about becoming a Scientologist. And I don't think that any... You know, they all seem very happy. Do you think you'd be able to bite your tongue for long enough? Yeah. Yeah, I would just... I, you know what? I'm starting to think I am I'm malleable mentally enough to be, uh, you know, pulled into it. Because I have an empty void in my head where there isn't any kind of religion. So what if they were like, oh, this is making sense. I think our emotions are alien ghosts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You see that? Sounds good to me. It sounds... Sounds, uh, you know... It sounds plausible and working. It's plausible. It's workable. 
Now, what we just left was the improvisation in Hollywood, California. I love it when people still call it by the full name. Yeah, it's the improvisation. It's, uh... Is it even, like, is the company even still called the improvisation? I... Yeah, I can't remember. It's been a while since I wasn't paid in cash, which is usually <laughs> upwards of 8 to $12. But on oh, a check... God, that was even worse. Like, what... They pay you really small amounts the two sets there. But at least they pay you cash now. When I first did it, they paid it by check. Yeah, and you and had you to get fill like, out a you, W-2. Yeah, and you go like, well, what am I supposed to... Uh, it's going to... I think one year they realized, yeah, we've never paid anyone more than $600 annually, which means you don't have to report uh, anything to the IRS, as far as I know. Although I am under investigation, so I don't know much. Are you under investigation? Yeah, they, they've been calling, and I don't think it's to say hello. You, We just recorded... Uh, what would you call that, what we just did? Well, what this was, I believe, is a test of concept slash get footage for a potential sizzle reel. Yes. For a potential TV show idea. So a sizzle reel is something that you show before it goes to pilot. <clears throat> would, is that safe to say? Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is, yeah. right? That's a... It's... It's like a mini self-funded pilot. Right. So you make... Uh, I think these guys are all turning left, by the way. Right? They are all turning left. It's funny that uh, when Karen Kilgariff, who usually is my co-host, yeah. uh, she's driving usually. She's very good at multitasking. I don't know if you noticed, but girls can do often to a fault many things at once, which is why um, often uh, they have a cracked cell phone because they're doing many things, but uh, that seemed like I slided. It did seem that way. It I'm going to go ahead and you know, own up to that. <laughs> but she uh, drives very well while talking, whereas I, I'm like hands on the road. I'm I'm a professional driver. I do not know how to talk right now because I can only do one thing um, at a time. So yeah, a sizzle reel. Yes, a sizzle a reel. A sizzle reel is like a five or so minute Short video piece that's like, "Hey, this is our, sh- this is what our show will be." Right. And they set and they show it to people who then might fund the pilot as a sales tool. And so, because you know they're riddled with funding money, you filled the room with high school children. Yeah, that's what they did. So <laughs> what they did, this is a show that's being produced by the production company that's aligned with my managers, who were also aligned with the improv. They're all part of the same levity. Yep. Yes. Uh, so because of that, they used the improv to film it, and they're like, and they were talking to the manager of the improv and went, "So when could we maybe do this?" And, and she was like, "Well, we've got these shows, uh, these eight o'clock shows, which are filled with teenagers, and you could do it for twenty minutes before that starts." Isn't that I ran a uh, Kimmel set last week in front of those kids, and that is not who you want to yeah be testing adults. Oh, totally. I'm gonna... Even even though they tell you you can do adult material but what they mean by that is it doesn't matter if you say fuck it doesn't what it doesn't mean is you can do material that is not about them uh not right, in a way. Right. like it, it's not a fair judge of what will and won't work yeah they you can use adult language they they used to say you couldn't during these teen tours but, yeah uh but now i think adult themes though if you talk about anything which that's all i talk about yeah is grown-up stuff, and uh, we learn to do comedy in front of adults who are in nightclubs, who are drinking. It's weird to talk to kids. Some of them have, like, beards and stuff, though. Can you explain that? Some of them looked... 30. Some of them, yeah. A few of them, and then there were a few people here in the room who were definitely not part of that teen tour. Right, okay. Like the dude that was, that kept chiming in, that was, like, a hipstery guy. I don't know. I think he he might have Maybe he was their supervisor. Maybe, but then maybe. He, why was their supervisor the one heckling? <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, exactly. Hey, I'll take my lead, kids. It's uh, here's exactly what you shouldn't do, and then he does it, so they don't have to. Honestly, they're pretty well behaved. If I think about what it was like when I was in high school, um, I think we all would have been a little more rude. They were attentive. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I would be like. I think a bit of them, because they're not from L.A., so they don't have that kind of jaded, yeah, we've seen this kind of stuff before. We are going to pick up Henry Phillips. There he is. He's going to get in the back seat. I'm going to turn on the hazards. People are on my ass. Hey, oh, Henry. Henry. How's it going? Sorry, do you mind getting in the back? The other. I really apologize. I, I like to pick up people 
on the door side that's facing traffic. I, f- I figure What's that's... Happening? Hey, how are you? Are we podcasting? We are podcasting. Sweet. Good to see you. I'm hey. going to turn off the hazards. Thanks for... Sorry to make you wait. Oh, no problem. Uh, Matt and I were just talking about the high school audiences that have been at the improv all month. Um, oh, yeah, Teen Tours. Yeah. Do you have the teen mic Tours, back? yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I used to do better. The last couple of times I did it, I just, I don't know if there's a threshold with age where you just lose the connection. Um, I didn't do very well. I felt like they were just staring at me. Incidentally, this is the point where I'd remind I I warned you of it, Matt. You are now the guest. You are no longer. Yeah, well, I felt that change. I'm like I, I knew. I felt the second Henry got in the car. I felt my position switching. Yeah, so even though you're you the co-host sitting next to me, he was the co-host for a little while. So and no, I'm uh, co-host. I, I just want to know how to behave. You're you're fired, Matt. But I would you take the job of being our guest today? Well, I'm. Insulted to have just been fired, but you, I do like you as a person, so yes, I will. Okay, take you're it. hired. You should be complimented that you got hired in a lateral position. Oh, exactly. That's, That's a very true. good point. And Henry, you're fired from not being on the podcast anymore, and you are now hired as our guest. All right. Thank you. For, I didn't like that other position that I was. I mean, the co-host. God, it's so confusing. Henry, you're the co-host. Yes. Yes. So, uh, so Matt, as a co-host. Yes. Meaning myself. Yeah, that's you. Uh, how would you? say that um, your day's going. Yeah, <laughs> See, I'm yeah. terrible. I'm going to get fired for real. <laughs> yeah, that's not the kind of question. <laughs> we just, uh, we just ask, ask oh, Henry, as the co-host, it might make sense right now, to ask Matt about his uh, sizzle reel p- presentation, potentially a game show pilot. So we just, we just tried this idea. Okay. Yes. Uh, not my idea. I've just been brought in to be the potential host of this thing. You're hired Yep. Talent. I'm a high talent. Mm-hmm. So we played some. We, we, I don't know what the rules are on discussing shows in development, but we. It involved hidden camera footage and guessing and banter. Right. And it seemed to work. I, se- yeah, it has all the elements of uh, successful things these days, like at midnight and the Tosh.0 oh, combined so. together. And um, just before that, I saw some vaginas. Did you? I did see some vaginas. Wait. Was this at a strip joint? No, I did... uh, Whole Foods? It it, kind of Whole Foods. (laughs) So I did a radio show. Human vaginas? An internet radio show hosted and run by Ginger Lynn. Oh, yeah. Do you remember her, Henry? Uh, Porno star? Yeah. Yeah. She's a star of porno. (laughs) I assumed. Hall of Fame porno star. They have a porno hall effect? They totally do, yeah. Oh, I bet. It's one of the industries where the older you get, the less desirable I think you get. Yeah, well, that's a lot of Yeah, but then I think you sort of get into legend status where... She's like the Don Don Rickles of our (laughs) business. (laughs) Although it wasn't her vagina I saw. It was... Well, Don Rickles is still funny. He is, Um, but he's... I want to see it. Don Rickles played near L.A. recently, and some friends of mine went, and I sort of found out too late. I would have gone. I would love to see him live. Be yeah. careful not to switch from vaginas to Don Rickles because that'll lose every follower that we have. But uh, <laughs> I just want to say I had the opportunity to see Frank Sinatra 20 years ago and I was like, eh, I don't think so. I think I'm going to go. I think I went to a Neil Diamond tribute instead. We were in Vegas. Oh, isn't that uh, funny? Looking back, I probably should have seen Sinatra, right? Since I was... just I just did exactly that with the Python show. I had the opportunity to go to the Monty Python reunion show. Yeah. And then some stuff came up, and I, I just dropped the ball on it, and I just didn't go. But please tell me there was something dumb that you did. That way, 20 years from now, you can be like, I did. Not the Neil Diamond tribute, but whatever the current equivalent of yeah. that would be. <laughs> it's just, I can't think even, like, what a tribute to a lesser sketch show would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead, I went to the... Uh, you can, I, I, like uh, a tribute to SNL season four. Which season yeah. was it that were first You flopped? can't do that on television. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The grown-up years. Any tribute to a sketch show? There are, in Britain, there are, I'm going to say, like, five or six tribute acts to well-known comedians. Interesting. We don't have that, but I could see it oh, that's working. Awful. If that's awful. But if they're <laughs> good enough. I've never seen any of the footage of any of them, but there's at least one Billy Connolly. There might be two. Uh, and Billy Connolly's still around, for God's sake. Oh, Absolutely. 
That's but then again, the Rolling Stones are still around, and you can go and see Rolling Stones tribute acts. Yeah, I guess but they, with they music, don't tour so often. For some reason, with comedy, it really bothers me when someone yeah. is doing an impression of a comedian that's still alive. Like if someone was doing, yeah, because there isn't the idea Chris of cover Farley's. versions. Like you never, like I'd never be in the middle of my set doing my material and then just go, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do something a little bit different for you now. I'm just gonna do a. A joke by someone I'm a... Now, that's a good question. Why does that up. not work? Because it should, on paper, it should work. Uh, if, music, if musicians can do it and everybody enjoys the material and they do it well and have their own different slant on it, we enjoy it. Yeah, uh, covers if, with music know, is just a thing, and with, with stand-up, it's more idea-based and, and more sacred. So you just... I would be against someone doing someone else's jokes. I mean, Ron Schock, God bless his soul... Used to do some uh, Bill Hicks stuff on stage, and I know that he used to hang out with him and everything. But, uh, but did they know? Did he announce it as Bill Hicks? Not really. It That's was just weird. kind of a tribute in his head. Like, hey, I used to hang out with him. I started with him in Texas. Here's some of his bits with my little twist to them. That wasn't enough of a twist to make <laughs> it his. And uh, I noticed that, but I I forgave him because you know. He's an older guy. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna express my naivete here. But who is the uh, comedian who does a bit, or maybe they did a tweet, but it was great and it's perfectly on topic. Where he said, um, "I write all my own material. Everything I say is original, and if you don't agree, you can kiss my black ass." Stuart Francis. Yeah, he's a white guy. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a Canadian. I should have started by saying he's a white guy. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, the joke yeah. makes no sense at all. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a, a black guy being angry at and it's a have full succession. It's a complete non-story, a non-sequitur. It just interrupts an interesting conversation. I do know that. But otherwise, it's a joke if you know he's uh, black. The reason he wrote that joke, though, is a, he caught a black comic stealing his material. Oh, that's funny. See, that's even better. He He's a Canadian comic, but he was based, he's based in the UK for a large amount of the time. And he was in... Oh, he's the Scotland. one-liner guy, right? Yeah, Classic really one-liners. good one-liners. Oh, he's yeah, a yeah, great he's one-liner great. writer. And um, he was in Scotland. I can't remember why he was there. He was doing some other show. or what, For whatever reason, he popped into this comedy club. Right. And was at the back of the room mm-hmm. and saw someone do his material. He told me about this year, several years later when we worked together. Yeah, it's very he, rare that a comic... It happens all the time. Someone's yeah. Just, but... To actually catch them would yeah. be that's like and the way the way Stuart tells it, he went into the green room afterwards, and the guy went, "Oh, Stuart, I didn't know you were here." And he said, "Evidently, ah, yeah, that's great, that's so great." <coughs> A one word. Dart. So the guy clearly knew that he was doing his material. I don't know, but yeah. Oh, that's so great! It would feel so good. Like any time <laughs> I've been robbed or my car's been. Uh, you know, broken into. I I always think of how satisfying it would be to just casually catch that person, like as they're in your car. If oh, it was something funny. like that, though, I don't know. I wouldn't. I and just say evidently. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't work. In that, you need him to say the. I just would evidently. love to. Have, when no, Henry stealing my stuff, work. I would love to have that one word that just gets everybody. You know, <laughs> Henry, that word doesn't work if he hasn't done the. <laughs> <laughs> Henry knows. <laughs> Have you ever had that? I had that uh, when I was telling that story where you're you're in the middle of telling the joke and you realize you forgot an important part and you have that choice of do I finish it or do I stop and say, wait, hold on, let me go back and give you an important premise. I went with just finish it and then go backwards. It was awkward. <laughs> or just finish it and just say it with confidence and see if they laugh anyway. Well, it's like my friend's mom was trying to tell me. There's an old joke about Michael Jackson. Uh, why did Michael Jackson shop at Kmart? Because uh, little kid's underwear was half off. Right. Okay. Right. So she was trying to tell me the joke that I already knew. <laughs> but she said it's because little kid's underwear was half price. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so she thinks the joke is that just that he likes to buy little kids' underwear and, and he wants it for right. cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, but he's extremely likes- wealthy. He could definitely <laughs> afford it. Yeah, yeah. So it's wrong on so many levels. There's a thing about Michael Jackson. He enjoys small underwear and a bargain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what she thought was funny about it. But a pedophile he is not. <laughs> 
Is he a, is he guilty of finding good deals and occasionally huffing undergarments? Absolutely. Maybe he had a nephew or a niece that he was buying underwear for, and he's kind of a cheapskate, even though he has all that money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he just likes bunk beds. Yeah. All right, that we're happens. I'm uh, we're taking Matt Kirshen to the airport. LAX. Are you feeling okay about the time? We, it is a tight... Oh, wait. No, no, we're golden. We're fine. I have Waze, W-A-Z-E, where we can... Um, no, I think we're fine. We, I mean, this road just goes straight to the airport. Oh, Waze am, is a I'm, sponsor. I, of yeah, DVD, but I am right? almost out of battery. Oh, okay. I no, guess you could no, say no, I'm having could. an out-of-battery experience. Well... <laughs> you could say that. I, I wish you would keep saying it. Mine, uh, <laughs> mine uh, if you uh, hold my hand here momentarily, actually, that doesn't have to be part of it. I'm holding the recharger. It's sitting there on the console. Henry, I'm talking to you. If you oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can plug in your phone. Oh, and, uh, no, but I have a different... Ah, nuts. Well, I'll just uh, put it where I found it. I have a uh, loosely nuzzled in my crotch area, not connected to anything. Yeah. Uh, um, where are you going, Matt? We're taking it. I am going to Atlanta. Why did I think you were going to London? Is it because I'm racist? Uh, you might have thought that because I'm going to London next week. And we had kind of uh, loosely scheduled yeah. it. Yes, okay. And you might have also thought that because I'm from London. Right, exactly. So that's a th- and place that I often go to. What is the difference? When you say Britain, Yeah. What? how is that different from United Kingdom? Okay, here's the deal. Okay. So or or the UK, yeah. So or Great Britain. What's so Great Britain (laughs) is yes, England, Scotland for the moment. Or they're about they're about to have a vote that might change that. Scotland for the moment. Yeah. So so Great Britain is England, Scotland, and Wales, and then when you add Northern Ireland in as well, it's the United Kingdom. So it's an Ireland thing. Uh. Yeah, once it once they added the Northern Ireland bit, it becomes the United Kingdom. And I only really knew that for sure because my passport says on it the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Oh, so wow. I was like, oh, well, that's the math. That's the maths equation. That's how you work that out. And then the British Isles is just the landmass, the whole collection of isles. Sure, sure. Uh, so the British Isles would include the country of Ireland, the Republic of Ireland. Okay. Which is a separate country, completely in its own right. Like it's. As separate See, is legally it, as Britain is. Do I France. sound do I sound dumb for not knowing this? Or it, it sounds like it's. I've been like asked out. this question many times. Oh, a lot here's of an obvious question. So, what about Southern Ireland? Do you just call that Ireland? Yeah. So that's the Republic of the Republic of Ireland. Okay. okay. Everything below that border. Because when we were on complete... the tour bus to Ireland from England, Henry, you do a lot of those tour buses, don't you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Old people. And I'm stuff. kidding because I don't think you can do that. No. Um, no. But um. Okay, now what about... There, there's a lot of people that get offended when you say you were in England. Or, or are you English? People that are English, that's just England. Is that Wales also or no? No. Okay. So if you call if a Welsh, Welsh person or a Scottish person English... You might as well spit in their face. They get very upset about oh, You're wow. going to get a knuckle they, sandwich. They get upset kind of in the way Canadians get when you call them American. Do people do but with that? The added, but with the added... I didn't know anybody ever called Canadians Americans. Right. Not, not without knowing they're Canadians, but like... Oh, people, I see. Just just by uh, judging like, them Where based are you from? I'm from Canada. Oh, I, I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that if you knew somebody was Canadian, you called them American, <laughs> yes. but that would be absurd. Well, I think that does happen as well. I bet that happens outside of the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. It's, Outside of the Americas. Yeah, I don't... I John Doerr told me that when he was at a bar... Canadian. John in the UK somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, but somehow she determined that he was Canadian, and then she said, I'm glad you're Canadian because I hate Americans. Oh, wow. And it bothered him so much that he actually said, uh, oh, I'm American. Like, he actually just <laughs> wanted to be American, just to, just to be, you know... Because him. Yeah, no, he just is against bigotry of any sort so he just thought you know fuck you um but i feel like chris i think you would do the same thing for some reason yeah i love canada i'd be like who do you not like because i'll be that yeah yeah exactly i guess i i, <laughs> I want to be I, the person that you I don't like, like you know you know me henry i i love all parts of the globe and the people from it oh i guess i um, don't know you no i'm just kidding. yeah yeah you know no no, no i do too <laughs> yeah me too matt you're the same right so I, Except like, for, I don't really like Russia. Well, I just well, wanted to lived, make it weird. You lived on Santa Monica Boulevard and Curson. Right. 
And you used to tell great stories about how you, <laughs> the grumpy people. Just trying my best to befriend elderly grumpy uh, uh, Russian women. Trying my best. Can I grab your groceries? Can <laughs> and to be fair, I was actually grabbing their groceries. You need to ask. Yeah, and you don't. You yeah, because it does just look. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't run after no. Them. And you're like, I was just helping you get your groceries where they needed to be quicker. <laughs> Henry, do you know? What the, I I wish you 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 had one job other than co-hosting. Yeah. And it was to help navigate. Oh yeah, go to La Tijera. Ah, La Tijera. Where Which is that? Which I think is the end of this stretch. Oh, okay. You'll see it. I'll just up. keep going. Um. Yeah, we're actually not very far at all. No, we'll no, be there certainly by nine thirty. I, I, if you're not nervous about your uh, flight, oh, my, my flight is at nine thirty. I'm right. not nervous about his flight. At but all. I'm not nervous. Okay, I'm my not... flight's at nine thirty. It's currently eight thirty-five. Assuming you're yeah, we're about ten minutes away. Yes, yes, and we're. Uh, you already have your uh, boarding pass. I've so. already checked in. I'm only taking carry-on. Yeah, it's uh, and it's a good time to fly everything's in our favor I think it'd be funny to yeah. have uh, have a carry on but it's just a uh, honey baked ham uncovered <laughs> and then just be very adamant that it is fully within the yeah I can check this keep offering that you can check it oh is this La Tijera no nope. nah this is Fairview I often take that I'm incorrect well, that is not what I we're take. gonna do ways ah, here we go La Tijera right. um, but I think it's fairly well signposted so you're going to Atlanta. Explain that you're, you've been very secretive, Matt, about your dealings in Atlanta. Do you oh, want no, to keep just, that a secret? It's nothing particularly secret. It's mostly a social visit, but I'm fitting oh, okay. in a gig. Oh, sweet. Are you going to do the old laughing skull? That's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, and I've never guy? geeked there before. Well, I have, and then the guy won't have me back. He says I'm not a big enough name, and then I look at the schedule... And yeah. there's a lot of just my peers on there. I wonder, I've talked to Henry about this before. I wonder whether I I did the Funny Farm, which is the previous I incarnation. I did that one too. Of right. Didn't the, the roof, you blew the roof off that place. No, you, I did the improv last year that the tornado came and the blew tornado, the roof off. The tornado, Henry was going to do the club there and the tornado oh. actually ripped the While roof off. While I was off. out there in the front and it just ripped off the awning. But, um, yeah, that was terrible. But, you know, I would have liked to have done the, the Lapping Skull because it's got more of a uh, hip thing. The improv, I think, pays more. Well, but, he um, sent me a message that said, hey, I'd love to just pay uh, 900 bucks to every one of my friends that's cool to hang out with, but I can't afford that. And I was like, oh, well, we're in agreement because I can't go anywhere for $900. <laughs> You're already undercutting yeah, me so, while rejecting. Yeah, yeah, he did like it. And so now my goal is to just find the, the closest place... Uh, and just uh, sell out a theater. But I I think, Matt, you're going to do great there, and he loves you, and I think that you well, guys should maintain a solid well, relationship. Well, here's the thing. I, I gigged for him when it was the Funny Farm, and then there was an uh, there was a businessy awkward thing where there was a confusion about the money, uh-huh. which is never nice, you know, when you like, you thought it was one amount, he thought it was another amount. And sure. any, anyway, oh, I wonder whether that was a little, little Burning Bridges moment or whether, or whether he didn't even remember that and he just didn't want to book me back. Right. But he's definitely... I've approached him and got little in the way of reply. And he's not going to be there to talk to tomorrow because he is in Montreal. Yeah, when I was uh, doing my week there, he was not around. And uh, I, I like him. Just... I got along with him really well. I've just never been back, and it's like... Yeah, well... I mean, we got on great. I, I did two weekends with him. It was the first place I ever headlined in America, the Funny Farm. The first, when I was fresh off Last, last Comic Standing... And it was really enjoyable. Like, that's where I learned how to headline, I guess. Yeah, it's a interesting. It was, we it live in an well. odd era, era now, and I think I'm starting to learn this. Is like you can be famous. Anybody who's seen my movie thinks that I'm famous, and everybody else has no idea. So I'm just saying, like, you can be famous to just a small subset of people. Right. So you might not be famous to him. But you could be way more famous than the people that he's booking, but they're famous to him because he listens to certain podcasts. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny that I a lot of uh, well-known comics are not famous to uh, comedy clubs because they are they don't know where to look anymore. Yeah. Well, here's an example. I was helping with Setlist, the UK version of the TV show, uh-huh. and... You were looking at the guy who has no lights on? No, no, I'm just... Okay. Uh, By the way, one, one and a half miles, then you make a left on Sepulveda. Sepulveda. Thank um, you. And one of the people we were suggesting to the UK... Now I'm looking at the guy with no headlights yeah. on. When we were looking at... We were talking to the UK production company people. One of the names we brought up to try and uh, pitch to them 
was Russell Peters and trying to explain to them that he is the most famous comedian in the world. Yeah. I know you haven't heard of him, but he is the most famous comedian in right. the world. That's possible Isn't in this day that and age. Funny. Which is probably true. If you think about the number of fans he has across everywhere in Asia, plus all the fans in the UK and the US and, and Canada and wherever. I remember he, he being with a club is... owner in LA and it was at this bar, The Coronet, and he didn't want... Uh, I, I was about to um, say, hey, you know, that's Russell Peters, you know, he's a comic. And uh, it was a couple of years ago, whatever, but this guy was like, he didn't seem interested in meeting him. And then when, when Russell Peters was there with a bunch of people and then he left. And then uh, this guy said, well, I don't like meeting comics because then the next thing you know, they asked me how they can get in my club. And I'm like, at this time, he was doing, what, several thousand seat theaters. Oh, that's like, so yeah. funny. He's not trying to get into your dumb club and, uh, you know whatever Missouri or wherever we were oh that's but, uh, so that's really great. funny it's just you know yeah they have no idea like he sold out the O2 Arena for two nights in the UK on the back of pretty much a tweet like it's oh, just wow. like they did no publicity how did but he no one knows who he is he no one knows wildly, who he is I kind of it's a mystery to me how social media and YouTube he had these YouTube specials yeah, on his, that people here's what, here's what I heard happened and I, I haven't had it backed up but it's I think it's it's not particularly defamatory, so I don't think it's libelous if it's slightly inaccurate. But my understanding is his brother, who I think manages him or certainly helps out with stuff, is sure. a is a like a marketing guru, and they took his comedy now special or whatever Canada's version is of a Comedy oh, Central yeah, special, sure. divided it into chunks, put it on YouTube, and then got Blast. students to actually go on to all of the different Asian community message boards and sure. chat rooms and everything and just spread the word about this guy and these clips and link to it. Oh, wow. And yeah. he went... And then... And that started to build up its own momentum as people watched it and they liked it and it steamrolled and it... And, and it for anybody who thinks it's all about marketing, running. I just want to point out that that would not work nowadays. If it was no, if it was crap. Oh, if right. If they didn't right. like it, they wouldn't share it. But sure. Yeah, you, you have to have a combination of both. Right. Yeah, something about his, something about what he was doing, like they, the but brother got the got out. it out there, and something about what he was doing struck a chord with that, particularly with that community, and initially with the Indian community, and then it oh. just spread to other communities. So I think it's coming up. Are we? So are we discussing? Uh, no, still straight. Are we discussing? Is this yeah, this is wait, yes, it is. Are we discussing something that we all know we should be doing then, and we're just not? Well, doing we it. should at least be um, getting the word out to people. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know. I don't do that. Yeah, neither do I. I drink. It always amazes me when yeah. people are really good at that kind of thing. Yeah, I wish I was good at that thing. Well, in, in that case, like the in the case we're talking about, the comedian isn't the guy who's good at it. It's another no, partner. No, it was the brother. Right, who's good right. At it, you know, so and there's often situations like uh, I think uh, a lot of credit to Weird Al's success should also go to his manager that I met years ago and was a fascinating guy to just talk to for a second. He, I can't remember his name, but uh, I want to say Jay. But uh, he's he's a genius, and he's just he was able to figure out how to do a lot of things that people don't. Would you say that Jay stands for genius, or would you not say that? Uh, because yeah, gen- Jay is in genius. Yeah, because it's a um, G word. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't. Unfortunately, he's way oh. too successful to be listening to me right now. So, uh, or maybe he does. I don't know. Yeah, part of his genius. People don't listen to well. anything. Yeah, Certainly they, not podcasting. He's probably listening to like uh, NPR. Uh, yeah, so if you're right, well, now you know where you are. Yeah, now I know. Now it's very clear. I like what this guy's doing. He's just walking away from his flight. Yeah. Do you ever want to do that? Just yeah. pull a. Just like I've had it. Just pull a falling down and be like, you know what? I don't care about taxis. I'm just going <laughs> to point in one direction and keep on walking. I'm walking away from the airport. That's always a sad. I, For those listening, we saw a guy walking away from the airport and he, yeah. he was doing the double rucksack as well he was doing the he was doing the backpack and the front pack yeah yeah it's like he was he was uh, David Banner but going from town to town it really looked a bit like that you don't want to see me angry I say this in every town I visit and then I become a monster and then I have to go to the next town if someone said to you, you don't, like don't make me angry that's such a dick move I think I'd start winding that guy up yeah exactly yeah. I, I really don't think uh, Wait, what was the phrase you used if, it, if they went, don't make me angry, 
you would start. I'd start winding the guy up. I think yeah, it's such, yeah. a, such oh, a dickish thing to say. So it's U.S. I thought you said whining, like you're whining and dining. Like oh, you yeah, give yeah. As well. I'd get him drunk. <laughs> and see if I could say, hey, you want to fight or fuck? <laughs> get him drunk and no, see. No, yeah, don't make me angry. Yeah. Now, here's a question. It is 45 minutes to my flight. Yes. I left my Kindle on a British Airways flight last week and it's currently in the British Airways lost and found. Do you mm. want to try and do that? Do you reckon I, I'm trying to work out? Uh, you know, I... What do you I think is another season? We, it looks like we have a parking lot of cars in front of us. Yeah. How close is your yeah. terminal to Which terminal is, is yours, Are you really not worried? Because it's... If your flight leaves at 9.30, you should at least I be getting would, into school. Yeah, I would yeah, not you know, I'll do, do it on the way back. Thing. I will get it on the way I back. I do like adventure. Like, especially... And what you're saying is very adventurous. Uh, which terminal are you? Um, whatever US Air is. I don't normally fly US, so I'm not sure uh, what number. Well, we'll, so, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll yeah, go straight to security I wouldn't now. go get that Kindle just yet. That is... You're correct. Thank you for talking me out of my foolishness. But no. it's going to add at least... Ten, it's going to add at least hey, 10 minutes. I had to mull it over. I was like, that's not a half bad idea. And then I looked at the time. Like, yeah, if we a had a more minute. Hey, it's don't do that. Come on. Terrible I don't idea. care if you have a commercial driver's license. You guys, it's at LAX that I become very aggressive. Okay. This is the worst. I, I've we traveled a lot. for U.S. Airways. Uh, I'm keeping a lookout for I it. I always look on the left because they've got a list. They've got their slip rows. I think... For the people listening, this is getting stressful. We're in a I feel like lot. it looks like a Judas Priest concert. It does. It it really Not looks now. like that movie Heavy Metal Parking Lot, which I only well, saw for the first time recently. Isn't it a terrific thing? It's fun. I really like the 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 the. Am I gonna say the uh, just over and over and over? You're damn Think right, so. I am. Well, we're I like the insane clown posse version. The uh, what's that uh, called? Uh, oh, the Juggalo. oh U.S. Airways. Oh, Terminal, Terminal Three. three. Yeah, so it's called U.S. Airways colon the Juggalo Party. <laughs> Oh yeah, gathering we're of the jugglers. At, yeah, the gathering of the jugglers. They should do Judas Priest parking lot 2014. Have you ever seen how many people are now, in the parking lot? Now I just lot heard for you Judas all Priest go. Parking. There it is, U.S. Airways. No, it's so, uh, three. Terminal Three. Terminal I saw. Three. I saw the yeah, listing yeah. for it. Have uh, you ever seen Judas Priest live? Uh, no, I haven't. They were one of the ones I missed, and I was really bummed out about it. I've heard they put on a ridiculous show. They like, were even to this Well, day. I've, I've seen their live concerts uh, televised, and they were amazing. There was uh, Electric Eye. That's just unbelievable. Lasers. They had stacks of <laughs> Marshall amps that apparently were all props. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's like all you really need is one amp. It doesn't get louder. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. What is it? They visually it was make all it visual. louder by yeah. stacking the amp amps. Just, the amp just gives the gives the type the kind of tone, right? Yeah, the and it's, and and it's and usually it mic'd, and there's a guy mixing it, but they it, they had wallpaper of Marshall stacks just to look like they were the loudest ones, but it was all visual. They oh, were empty cabinets. Terrific. Yeah, I it was love great. It. And it was great advertising for Marshall. Um, Which, of course, that was their intention. Judas Priest is a big fan of Marshall amps. I don't and they know. Just want to help I don't promote know much about acoustics, but I wonder if 20 Marshall amps at 10 is louder than one. I don't know much about acoustics. Everything I know about acoustics I learned about uh, by recording this podcast and a little bit in kindergarten. Uh, look, they're happy to be home. You're no son of mine. <laughs> see, I could see him saying that, but he wasn't. You can, you can take a slip. You can yeah, sit down I almost wonder here. if you just got off, you'd probably beat us. Yeah, there. I reckon if we just just start edging forward a little yeah, here. Yeah, because and then two turns into three. This, I'm doing three. it. This is what they call a dick move. No, because you're about to park up on three just there. So oh, I don't yeah. think you're being that much of a dick. All right. Well, I'd like to monitor at which level I'm being a dick. I am going to be a dick. Do all your podcasts end in frustration or begin in frustration, Usually, depending on which way they're coming? Because LAX is the worst airport in the world. Oh, it is. I would think that there's a whole different energy it, on the way back. Every every time I come to LAX, I'm filled with rage. Every time I leave it, I get progressively more this happy. Terminal 3. Here we go. I have, Jet blue. I have traveled I a lot. Leap. God, she has a nice sweat. You have 40 Just minutes. leaping into the street. That's yeah, I should probably go straight to security then, right? I would say yes. at this point, you're done. I'd say that's definitely the right thing to do. Yes. In which case, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for yeah, having yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it was great, man. I'm fat. I, I see, want you to have a good always. time in Atlanta. And, and I wish we could have talked more. Yeah. yeah. Well, Henry, uh, would you do me the honor of uh, when Matt gets out, will you become the guest yeah, again? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. 
So uh, I didn't care who I was talking Matt, to. Matt, I'm so releasing you from your duties of being Thank a guest. Thank you so much. I'm going to grab my stuff Thank from the back. Much. And I will pass this mic you. over to Henry. I will put it in my crotch area. Can I plug Probably Science, my podcast? Oh, of course. Hey, yeah, do you have any to, plugs? Uh, Probably Science. And find me on Twitter at, at Matt Kirshen. But Probably Come Science on. is the podcast. Perfect. Probably Science, hopefully a podcast I will do soon. Um, right now, Henry and Matt are switching. Sorry. They are switching seats, and uh, I'm alone for the time being. Boy, a lot of people going to and fro, wishing each other bon voyage. Um, I can tell by watching most of them, they're not that comfortable with their emotions, you know, expressing love. Those guys should have hugged, but they work together. Oh, Henry, hello. If you don't mind talking into this microphone. We almost did hug. He went in for the hug. I... I don't know. I cut him off because I didn't know we were doing that. See, that, I mean, that was lunacy. Do you remember him saying? I, I, which, of course, you remember. Going what? to grab the Kindle, uh, we would have had to go to international travel. He is a low-stress guy. Yeah, he's really relaxed. I'm about to have a heart attack, and I don't even need to be anywhere till August 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, because that gives you more time to recover for your heart attack. Well, yeah, I need to be at the... Uh, These people are At the Velveeta Room for my two shows Saturday night, August 2nd. Oh yeah, well Henry usually Henry we we plug at the oh, end. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, it was just it came it sort of na- naturally came yeah, up in conversation. Really. So you easily. brought it up. You I convers- felt like it was organic. It just sort of like, hey, yeah, the converse- conversationally that would lend itself to us both talking about. You were just kind of did your <laughs> did your credits. Um I just sort of jumped into it. Speaking of credits. Yeah. Last night you were on Drunk History. That's right. I'm uh, still hung over even though I, I I uh, taped were, it nine months ago. You were cartoonishly drunk. Yes. Um, and, uh, and very delightful. But so funny. You I've were gotten having a lot so of much comments. fun. I, I, I've had some odd comments all the way from people complimenting me because they said that they, they liked in the earlier ones, people were more legitimately drunk. But once they went on Comedy Central, there's a couple things that happened. The, the stakes are higher. There's yeah. some legal things involved, right. whatever. So, and then also you get some celebrities that don't necessarily want to be drunk, which defeats the purpose. You, but but um, you went into it with some concerns, weren't you? Well, were, but I'm a fan of the show anyway, but I was like, no, I'm going to be very drunk. Yeah. I, I was definitely a little nervous because you're, you're, you're out of control, you know? You're just like, whatever. And, um, but I was like, we're doing this, and so... Your story was, it was great. Fine. Your, but I also had people saying, I had one person, I'm not going to say who it was, uh... A lady who said, you know, just because it's called drunk history doesn't mean you have to get drunk. Wow, is she wrong? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Does that mean you also don't have to talk about history? <laughs> yeah, Since no. Since you're making yeah. up the rules? Who is this? Yeah, I'm not going to say. Who is it? But, uh, I'll say it. It was a really rude thing. It's somebody, there's always people trying to peep on your poop hole. Who's, well, that's unsanitary <laughs> and painful. Well, we were ex, exes. Oh, okay. No, um... All right. Who was that? Oh, you have to tell me afterwards. <laughs> uh, tune into the next episode where I reveal who said that about Henry's drunk history. He won't let me do it right but now. But, yeah, I've had a lot of fun things. Well, Doug Stanhope just tweeted today that he was as drunk as Henry Phillips on drunk history watching Henry Phillips with Henry Phillips because his dog's name is Henry Phillips. Oh, okay. So his was like a riddle that even now I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Uh, and nobody <laughs> understood it except for people that know Doug well <laughs> enough to know that that's his dog's yeah, yeah. name. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Have I met that dog when I was at their... Uh... I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, there's oh, wow. two dogs. I remember a lot and, of dogs. Um... I remember going out to Stanhope's in the middle of nowhere and... Oh, I know they had Henry Phillips. Picking up a large uh, desert frog. And yeah. holding it and him leaping out of my... Incidentally, before that, we drank some mushroom tea. That's something that... You didn't. You didn't have mushroom tea. Uh, no, I, no, I no. did. I, I think that he's gotten so used to saying Henry Phillips as the dog, as normally happens, that there it is funny. There's a lot of confusion. As a matter of fact, he was on Stern not too long ago. And Bingo said Henry Phillips. And I think she was talking about the dog. And then he started talking about 
me and it was confusing. Oh, that's funny. And she didn't put two and two together. Oh, yeah, there's the human also that we named our dog after. I well, no, that. I understand that, though, because after years of, like, they don't see me. They see me once a year or whatever. They don't feed um, you and pull yeah. uh, yarn that you've swallowed from your ass. Only when I'm a really there. a graphic example. But they do do that when you're there. When I'm there, yeah. But yeah. that's once a year. Are you still eating out of their bathroom garbage a lot? At the Super Bowl parties. Did I ever tell you, Henry, about the time I, uh, I lived in my dad's basement and um, I would occasionally bring girls there, which is uh, already weird when you're college aged, but it was cheap to live in my dad's basement. And uh, one time, you know, I would throw away uh, condoms when I would, I used to use condoms back then and uh, I don't use them anymore. Um, that was a joke. Anyway, <laughs> the dog, they had a dog that went, obviously, that's shitty dog would always eat out of my trash like clean I, I blow my nose or my grandma was over one morning we were all having breakfast and the dog came up and one of my condoms was hanging from the dog's ass and she uh, oh god and I saw it and I was like oh come here Sammy or whatever the dog's name was Shasta and uh, my that, grandma that means... saw it she's like oh excuse me there's something hanging and she pulled the condom out oh, of the dog's god. ass and held it up. And, this is uh, awful. Yeah, it was awful. It was a thing that happened. And I just... Um, oh, God. I, everyone knew what it was. She knew what it was when she grabbed it. But now she she has to commit at this point. Yeah. Well, she had to go, oh, what? Yeah, and I had to come up with some... We all have to commit. I think I came up with the excuse that the dog was uh, a drug mule and that maybe... He was uh, smuggling heroin. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't know. That's the only way you can do it. No, that's a great, yeah. And it's like, well, it's a good thing it didn't burst inside of him like happens to so many. So back to drunk history. Yeah. When you were, did you, they assign you a story? Did they say it? They give you about seven or eight stories and you pick which one that you want to do. And I wanted to pick... Not only one that had to do with music, but also I wanted to pick a stuffy uh, history, an era of history that you would study in uh, high school. That's, right. That's just that academic kind of yeah, how boring did, stuff because how that's what's supposed thing? to clash up against the being drunk part. Right. Like it's not, I don't know, to me a drunk guy talking about something that happened in the last 10 years is just not... You don't well, have that I, irony. I think something, and maybe it's because you used to tutor high school kids and you're and a smart person. I, yours had something that I think most of them don't have, which is an easy to follow. You're actually giving information in a story. I actually learned real things from yours. The comic, comedy came from you falling over. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's what they want. Yeah. yeah. It was um, great. But I learned from it. I didn't but, know. Oh, yeah. No, I researched it a lot. And then they it's, have uh, they have sort of a historical expert that works for the show that you, you uh, you know, do, they do really? some talk back. Yeah, you you read your, your, you recite your version of the story back to them several times. They want to make sure there is no date that is wrong there. No oh, names, wow. no dates. And that's one of the reasons that I kept on laughing. Why? Why did they... Oh, yeah, you were giggling I kept on saying Mr. Beans, and it was supposed to be Dr. Beans, but I kept on saying Mr. Beans. And <laughs> because just, of Rowan Atkinson? Yeah, just picturing Mr. Bean <laughs> just made me laugh, and I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, and uh, so you just I see wondered. me laughing, but you don't really know yeah, exactly why. Well, I didn't why. know why you were laughing, I thought. Well, you know. and also I'm picturing them... Okay, then once I started laughing, then I was picturing uh, the guy who's acting it out. Because, of course, I know the show, so I'm picturing the guy acting it out laughing, and then now I'm laughing at that. Oh, right. So yeah. I'm already laughing at loops of things, you know. And they did do that. Oh, uh, yeah, Century Boulevard is what you want. Okay. Oh, we're, we're going back to the airport, I think. No, no, I know what I'm doing. Okay. So cool. we, uh, yeah, that, that was so great. Oh, yeah, they, they had the best versions of you cracking up and them making that part of the dialogue. I, I really had... Yeah, no. You were great, great. pageant. The the everyone in your episode was really great. It was fun. Duncan Trestle. That was that was a really good one. Yeah, it's a great show. Derek's an awesome dude. So there's uh there's gonna be I think there's this particular route that Waze is telling us that we should take. Yeah, we don't need that shit. Well, you know Obama's in town, so it could be an hour of waiting needlessly. Well, for now, let's go to my place, and we'll uh, oh, okay. there's some leftover Fourth of July beers. We'll just uh, crack open a brew and just be a couple guys okay. that could have been extras on Cheers sitting at the bar. 
Um, yeah. Incidentally, Henry's father was on Cheers once. That is right. Um, tours of Boston. Oh, okay, I'm going to do this. Boy, it is, it is, I don't know what I was thinking when I thought, let's have a podcast that ends angrily at LAX. <laughs> um, but that is what I decided to do. Yeah, no, that's quite all right. Um, what do you have coming up, Henry? I've got... Uh, uh, no, just Austin, emotionally. Texas. What's coming oh. up for you? Just uh, um, Let's see. I know, I'm feeling great. Actually, I'm feeling really good lately. When are you going to Austin, Texas, then? Uh, that's going to be the second. I'm going to do a show with Mike McRae over August at the Velveeta 7th. Room. We're doing oh, that'll two be shows. great. McRae. Yeah. He's that's terrific. That's going to be uh, terrific. I can't wait. I was um, talking to... The, why wasn't McRae or, or James a dome? There's so many people that are amazing at impressions that are funny comedians also that should be on Saturday Night Live... And uh, I, I'm starting to think that it's such a bad show now that they just are deciding not to do it. Friends, okay, this is getting ridiculous. There we go. Come on, yeah. God, people don't know how to merge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, either of those guys would be great. I, are there any good impressionists on there now? Um, I do not, I could not finger a single... Well, I didn't ask you to do that. One of them in a lineup. I I uh, I would not if someone said hey you can finger anyone that is on Saturday Night Live right now I would not be fingering anyone because I do not I do might you know have what I'm I at? might have some of them finger me Well I mean it's good for your career and for your colon I lo- I got fingered all the way to the top of Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> Um <laughs> it is great uh, That's every time I've gone to a proctologist he uh he stuck his finger in my ass, and then, uh, and then I finally went into the examining room, and uh, I don't know. There was the makings of an old classic. No, I like that. What's the there. one about uh, <laughs> my buddy Mark Cohen's got so many of those? Damn, I can't remember any of them. <laughs> but uh, well, there's the one about the guy who goes in there, and they're like, "Okay, sir, we're gonna need a sperm sample and a urine sample and a stool sample." <laughs> and a blood, and a blood sample. Jesus, that guy's sick. And he's like, uh, "Well, all right. Well, let me just give you my underwear." <laughs> but you know what? It occurred to me. I don't think blood sample was part yeah, of the I joke. I think I just this guy's got blood on his underwear. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. We're also going to need a sample of uh, your grass that you have. Yeah. We're going to need uh, some bacteria. This guy just has everything. On, uh, we're going to need a sample of uh, the new Spoon album. It's just yeah. all on his underwear. We're going to need some samples from some early 60s kind of Yeah, just some hits. some drum samples. Yeah. From uh, early... Can you give us a drum sample? Well, my my friend uh, Evan always had this great story. Saw Evan the other day. Evan right Arnold. before I booked Henry. Booked a Skippy's. Oh, you booked it? Yeah, I booked oh, it. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to be a voice in a animated peanut situation. <laughs> Dude, you didn't tell me that. That is fantastic. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I mean, I'll certainly pay off this Honda. Well, get the air conditioning fixed. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's yeah, so it's hot. hot. It's really hot um, here. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so Evan, years ago... Evan. Evan Arnold. Yeah, was... Formerly uh, of Growing Pains? So Evan was... As a kid. On... He... he and this is in his early days. Now he's married with children. Is this and a story about like him saying the wrong thing at the wrong time? Yeah. Yeah. He, That's what uh, he does. He had had interactions with a lady. Uh-huh. And a few days later, he noticed something that looked peculiar in his uh, genital area. Sure. And, a uh, blemish. Yeah. Yeah. And so he went in there, and he was extremely depressed because he was just assuming. He's like, oh, I've got one of these damn diseases that I'm probably going to have forever and uh, he went in there and there was this beautiful girl behind the counter at the uh, doctor's office and um, the dermatologist or whatever you go to and uh, she was like um, and, and when he's talking to her she w- he was like 
this is the kind of girl I should have been with, not these nasty girls that I'm going Were out. Were his genitals out at this whatever. point? Or was no. Oh, okay. He just walked into this doctor's office, but he just kind of fell in love with this girl behind the counter and started longing for a different choice that he could have made with his life, whatever. I don't know. And this, he was already... Oh, yeah, right. and I might be embellishing, but anyway. Sure. <laughs> he was depressed, but he, he, uh, he went back into one of the examining rooms and uh, sat there for a while and he was there for a very long time and all of a sudden that same girl came back and opened the door and said hey what are you doing here and he goes oh um, I uh, I have some kind of a postule or some kind of a pimple or something that looks like it could be bad on my penis like on the shaft part of my penis <laughs> and uh, she was like well no that's for the doctor but what are you doing in room A I told you that you should be in room C which is in the back oh he didn't even have to give he her- didn't even have oh, to give no. that information he could have started a life yeah but then she's like oh well you clearly hang around with tramps oh god she was uh, an older woman then yeah she used the word tramps yeah she's the elderly 1920 you used to hang out with roustabouts. Yeah. And men with Tommy guns. Yeah. Well, that's sad. Yeah, so uh, it was a missed opportunity of sorts. But, um... Well, you know, in my act, I have the... It was the same situation, and then the doctor said, that's a burn, and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It that, was from... But yours was all, from a match or something. Yeah, that very much happened. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, it burnt my penis. I, I think I was very drunk, but you never know. Stuff. If anything is in your bathing suit area, uh, and it, other than a bathing suit or underwear, it's. Uh, you, I've I've gone in to Planned Parenthood because of ingrown hairs. Welcome back to medical talk. No, I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to bring everyone. Down. I had a time that I was trying um, to put this bathing suit on, and it was so small that. It was. This seems made up. Is this? No, no, this is totally okay. true. Okay. Um, and it wasn't your bathing suit then. You were just trying to put. It, it... I was at a friend's place, uh-huh. and she was going to um, take pictures of you. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It's actually anything that I could make up at this point is better than the real story. <laughs> but uh, no, she was like, uh, "Yeah, you should um, try these on." And so I was putting them on, and they were so small. And I remember thinking it would be funny just comedically to walk out to the pool with this, just like as if nothing. It's like the thing is riding up my ass, and then you can see my balls and everything. <laughs> but instead, I was just like, all right, that didn't work. And, and you just uh, I took them off. You didn't and, swim? Uh, no, I'm trying to remember how that story ended. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I gave it to the girl, and she threw them away. Oh, she threw them away because uh, you tainted them? Yeah. Literally? <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Oh, I, man. I tainted her underwear. Well, and then I... But she had me fingered. She had she'd fingered you for some of the clean undercarriage. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... Well, do you think... Did Is there any possibility that she looked at them, and you had left, like... Um, some sort no, of I just told her what happened. Markings, I said, like this thing spotting was almost a hundred percent up my ass, and it wasn't working. And oh. she's like, "All right, well, it's not like I'm going to be giving this to the next guy who wants to try on underwear." Oh, wow! But that happens. Is uh, that a romantic and, uh, uh, situation? It was gonna be. Did I ever tell you this one? This one's a classic. I had gotten <laughs> off. Uh, I had gotten off the road from. Uh, about 18 hours straight of a bad travel day like I was laid over Uh and then I they put me in some crappy hotel in Indianapolis because I had a you know a delayed flight and then the next morning I almost missed my flight but I got on last minute and then I had a layover in Chicago and it was just like everything was a nightmare and I finally get to LA and I've get in the cab get to my place go right to the car Uh Start driving to this place called Gallagher's, which is a couple hours south. Uh, no relation. Through traffic. This is a yeah a pub where no relation doing to the uh, neoconservative and, uh, ex- yeah yeah that guy fruit smasher. No, and so uh, did the show. Afterwards, start talking to a, a young lady, mm-hmm. and uh, 
we were like, let's party. And uh, she was like, yeah. And uh, so we went to her place, which is around the corner. Ooh, that kind of partying. Yeah. I thought you just meant no uh, Yeah, no, we were... You both we had were even, boners. Uh, kissing at one point oh, on the couch. Wow. Yeah. Tongue? Wow. So, uh, and then what happens is uh, she says to me while we're kissing, she goes, do you want to take a shower? And I was like, well, hell yeah. And then she goes, okay, well, towels are over here and there's soaps and shampoos and all that stuff. You Wait, can be so my you guest. stank or something? I guess. I guess that she, I thought she was saying we should both go in there and take a shower together. Oh, that's terrific. Um, turns out she just wanted me to take a shower because I must have been just uh, dirty. Just sweaty and... Yeah. And so I said, uh, well, no, I don't want to take a shower by myself. Who the... F- does that I never do that I always have that's why I am often unclean because there's no one around and so because uh, I, I, I refuse to shower alone it's a yeah I get scared because of the movie Psycho I actually have a race in my house right now to what gets used up faster my almond butter or my soap and what do you do with almond butter I do this I put it on my toast or on my apples you just put it on um but uh, I'm you, curious. You, I'll bet the almond butter will be gone way before the soap. Why? Why did you decide they're in different rooms? For one, it's what? just like you, when you live alone and you're self-employed, you come up with random races with your household yeah. items. And that was one that I thought I might try. And the I'm art, also crazy. The art of doing that, the art of that craziness, yeah, is uh, called uh, racism. If I, um, my dad once, and I remember he came, it was very funny, but also sad. He bought this mustard at Costco. Yeah. It was a giant gallon jug of mustard. And he said, yeah, this is probably going to be the last mustard I ever buy. And I laughed just because it was so much mustard, but he still has it. And, uh, you know, it's kind of sad. What if it is? What if it is? Oh, uh, man. I'll think of that joke and then, uh, you but know. But it couldn't be. It couldn't be. I mean, hopefully... Oh, you know what? I'm going to visit. I'm going to throw away that mustard. Yeah, yeah. Throw yeah. that away because that's bad energy. Yeah, it is bad. Just the fact that he said that, it's like a jinx. It was a funny joke, I suppose. Oh, uh, no, no. It's very funny on his part, but to actually think it might happen is scary. I have no idea where we are. are oh, we, we're uh, at my... Look, we're ended up right at my beach house. Oh, we're here. Wow. I, yeah, I guess I get uh, disoriented in this. Incidentally, it parts. is my only... It's an apartment. It is kind of... Oh, oh, look at this. A lot of times in L.A., you never know when a street is going to be cartoonishly blocked off. Yeah, just what for no reason. What the fuck is this about? Is also, you know, you know what's been bumming me out a lot Isn't lately is uh, pillars in comedy shows. Every fucking L.A. show has a damn pillar in front of it. So the stage. audience has to look around. Yeah, I think they've got one at uh, Bar Lubitsch, and it's like they've got one at the uh, Palace... And there's countless other ones. Like, pillars are the enemies of L.A. comedy shows. But comedy clubs and... Pill- there's something to be said for the pillars of our industry, but I don't think that's what anyone was ever no. talking about. That was actually... You know what has pillars? The Acme Club in Minneapolis has pillars, which I'm going to be at looking at those pillars from August 6th through August 10th. Oh, you, would you like to shows plug... We are, we are wrapping it up. Would you like to plug anything? Um, I think I'm good with the... Uh, August uh, 2nd is Austin and then uh, Minneapolis. But I do want to say, people, please uh, watch Henry's Kitchen because the only reason I make these things Henry's is Kitchen. because people watch. <laughs> go on YouTube. Go to Henry Phillips's page or just or just YouTube search Henry's Kitchen. Yeah, it should come up. And It'll you will laugh and also build up an appetite which is a terrific combination but don't try and eat while laughing my last one came out great except for I forgot to put the Big mushrooms spaghetti. in so I Big had to throw spaghetti. it away it was a really good episode I laughed hard solid jokes in that Thanks, and then uh, on behalf of uh, me and also uh, the Do You Need a Ride podcast go ahead and go on to uh, iTunes and give us a positive review if you want to give a negative one you could take that write it down on a piece of paper roll it up and stick it in your own ass 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. I That'd wish be funny I if somebody that. actually yeah, did that. Yeah, they're like, well, hey, I, I did. I got it up my ass. It, now, yeah. what do I do? How do I get it out? Because well, I really want people to know how bad this is. You need to go is. to a doctor. I just talk them through it. There's a proctologist yeah, yeah. in your area. I think he's in your uh, insurance network as well. You want to have him pull out that. And then he paper. what? He sends it to iTunes at that point. How does I? How does iTunes take, eventually know that I don't like the show? Take the paper out, and uh, the doctor will help you extract your negative review. Then send it to iTunes. There's an address. Then do I say which podcast? I was reviewing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You'll just send that, and I even, just don't know how they know. Yeah, they'll know. Just you'll have your stool sample on there, and from that DNA, they can figure out who you are and what your email is, and they'll reply back to you and say, "Okay." And I don't need to log in, no, or, or no, no. They, okay, you're logging in once you stick something in your ass. Oh, okay. Yeah, technically. So they just know from my ISP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, I've been Chris Fairbanks used my whole life. This has been uh, Henry Phillips, my temporary co-host. Uh, and friend, uh, temporary friend as well. And <laughs> next time we come back, Karen Kilgariff will be off of uh, these writing jobs she's been uh, writing on. Uh, but until then, this has been DYNAR. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you time and date terminal and gate we want to send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine mouth horn Uh, with Karen and Chris. <laughs>